Brat and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there treating your fellow hell singers? It's not that bad. Um, you know, there's some things going around in the vampire apocalypse. Uh, I think some of them might be Cylons. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. It's happened before and it'll happen again. <laughs> it has. Yes. For you Battlestar Galactica people, you know exactly what we're talking about. And we'll talk about it here later anyhow. So <laughs> I, I freaked out even though I knew it was coming. Yeah, I did. I thought it was great. Oh, okay. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about 411 All Apologies, a Nirvana song. All right. Oh, Nirvana. It smells like teen spirit. I'm poor, saying Poor Muhammad. <sighs> oh, before we break down the episode, just remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it in court. How can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He is not on Twitter anymore, although his name is still there at Brad CB. Mm-hmm. You can usually find him, though, on IG as Ramblin' Brad, where he'll be talking about his pup who likes to eat Christmas lights. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. That's <laughs> us given. Um, I have been printing stuff though. So take a look. Oh, oh yeah. I got a, I got me a nice tracking fob that I can hunt down my bounties with that I printed off last night. Very cool. And that is the way. The, the, this is the way. And actually I do, am working on my, uh, helmet cause, um, Mandalorian, Mandalorian Merc, sir. Yep. We're, we're going in it. So that's that's in progress. I got eleven oh, hours left on this one part right now, but I'll have pictures of that as it goes along. Okay, and if you still have the video link, I'll just watch that too. Yeah, I'll send it over to you. All right, cool, <laughs> cool. So besides watching Brad printing things out, uh, you can also follow Peer Fandom on Facebook, on Twitter, on IG, on maybe not TikTok. Or yeah, that's a thing. Um, but we're not going to talk about that thing because we're not on TikTok, are we, Brad? TikTok. That's what the Watchmen do, right? TikTok, TikTok. They do, but that's something. It's something uh, else. Yeah, I'm old. I don't know these things anymore. Me There's kids in this internet thing. It's never going to last. <laughs> it's still here. We're about to hit 2020. Mm, yeah. Um, but besides pure fandom, you know what else is on Facebook? Yeah. Um, there are fan groups out there for the band Nirvana. There are. Actually speaking, oh no, but that's a side. We're not going to go over there. I'll tell you <laughs> later. <laughs> Besides that, uh, we also have a couple of Brad Court Talk Peer Fandom Facebook groups. We have our regular Brad Court Talk Peer Fandom Facebook group where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. And what I was just about to mention, I'll just drop that in that group over there uh, where you can talk about anything and everything under the sun because, as you know, we like to ramble. And you know how you know that? Because Brad's name on IG is Ramblin' Brad. So. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Um, we also have our Van Helsing Pure Fandom Facebook group, um, and we have a, a nice bunch of people over there. Everybody's just pumped about the way the season's going. Um, and what are we? We're next week. I think is going to be the penultimate episode. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to the end. Yes, so, we uh, are. Yeah, definitely join in, join the conversation. Uh, either I will add you or Brad will add you. We've had a lot of people joining in lately who've been dropping ads. So. Yep. I've gotten a little more discerning than who I'm adding. Yep, me too. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very picky on that. Um, like I said, if you just joined Facebook two weeks ago, you're not going to get approved. I'm just saying. Right. 
And I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like Brad said, we are here to talk about episode 411, All Apologies. It was written by Neil LaBoop and directed by Lynn Stopkiewicz. All right. So, at first, I thought we were kind of having a flashback. I did, too. I wasn't sure where things were going. Yeah, to, but they're trying to find out where the pages are from Willem. And, you know... And we got background on that a couple episodes right, by. Right. He does have enough power to knock him out of his head, though, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And they basically show that he's been doing that. They've been messing around with his head there for quite a while. Which makes sense. Like, I'm wondering if we'll get Neil back or um, if this younger actor will be on the screen for, like, the foreseeable. I'm not complaining. Like, both are pretty. Yeah. So. Well, I was kind of curious about that, though, because... He went back to his original form, and has he always just looked like total crap as a vampire? No, he's he doesn't look like crap, Brad. But no, like that's not what I mean. He he, when we first saw him before he changed his form way back when, he looked mm-hmm. all beat up and everything, all bloodied and everything else. Yeah, and that's kind of where he's at now too. He looks a lot. Um, you mean is it like a glamour? Yeah, like, that we yeah. seen all the time, and instead, like he looks all beat up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's no, what I mean. I well, don't think well, so. Like, I think they've just been torturing him like super badly um, for the time that they had him, and I feel like the, he doesn't have the energy to fuel the glamour anymore. Actually, Maybe it makes to go back. Yeah, actually, it makes more sense because he would look like that anyhow. Because you know, when the Oracle goes back into her scratchy, scratchy voice of, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I done it. She doesn't look nearly as cool as what she does when she's got her glamour up and she's Avery. Right. Speaking of that, great line. She's scary. <laughs> great line. What do you mean Avery's not Avery? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that Long one. story. Come on, Chief. Long story. Just, let's just go. We do know that vehicles don't do well in the apocalypse. It's really hard to update everything all the time. Or either that or Axel is a really hard driver on cars. Um, well, it is the vampire apocalypse, so I'll, I'll give him, he's been through a war a couple of times. Right. I mean, he's, you know, he breaks down cars quite a bit, but well, he I mean, the man needs a tank. Give I, him a tank. Yeah, pretty much. Well, he blew the last one up, so we, sure. he actually never named this Jeep, did he? Nope. Hmm. That we know of. I guess he didn't want to get attached anymore. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So... Ivory lets V know that her dad helped them get away and mm-hmm. others were trying to capture her. And Violet wants nothing to do with him, but Jack and Ivory decide to go off and save him. I found it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, well, Jack didn't actually see him in action when they took down Avery. Remember they had that whole feast? True. Yeah. I mean, so it is a different, a different point of view that she has on him. Right. Now, I did think it was kind of interesting that they were tormenting uh, Willem with a um, a fake vir- violet. Yeah, because we, we find out that he really does love his daughters. Yeah. He's all about his children. Mm-hmm. Which I'm quite happy about. Like, I like it when um, you subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. I've seen this actor play the baddie so many times that, like, okay, he's going to be the bad guy. Right. Like, okay, he's a bad guy, but he, he's got another layer to it. So yeah. I like that. He's like an onion. He has layers. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, it looks like we end up back at the main compound again, and they have to figure out how to get in since everybody knows who they are because, you know, Violet and Julius kind of broke out. 
I did like Axel driving in there though with the whole bunch of dead bodies in the back. And I'm just thinking, okay, even if you could live through that, just smelling the dead bodies being there, oh, that would be horrific. Yeah, like that's gonna be in your nose for a minute. Uh, it's gonna be in your clothes. You're gonna you're absorbed into it. It's just oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. Then we find out that uh, Chief is no. Hold on, not Chief Colonel Nicholson. Yeah, get it right. Not Chief. Not Chief. Not Captain. He's Colonel. Not, not the Chief. Uh, Avery goes in to meet him, and the Colonel is there to find Hanson. He. Looks like they got some military stuff going on. Uh, the chief did know about the girls, after all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Julius and Ivory, he knew mm-hmm. about everything. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the president also. You know, we mm-hmm. had a little thing going on. But, yeah, he's there to find everybody. I This episode, bringing him in, we always kind of knew there was a little bit more going on. But now you know there's like this full-on military action going and we have the president on the coast and stuff like that so maybe there is the actual safe land that was hinted about yeah i feel like maybe the apocalypse is like really concentrated on the west coast Mm -hmm. maybe it's the midwest and and the uh, east coast that are still doing kind of okay and they might have a line of defense maybe maybe they just had more there it was able to you know knock it down a little bit more yeah more time to uh, prepare for what was going on. Right, because if you remember, uh, back in season one, we had the volcano, mm-hmm. like that blowing and um, knocking out the sun on the West Coast. Maybe that wasn't an issue, like yeah. uh, elsewhere. Not off the bat. They, they had enough time to plan on it. <laughs> but back in season one. Oh, you mean that flashback episode two episodes ago? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that showed us all that. Yeah, and then when they were talking about it again this episode, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, like you were assigned to Seattle. Now, looks like Myra is taking over for Ivory, one of the sisters. I think I got her name right. Uh, and they had a vow of silence, which made sense. Did we know about the vow of silence, or did we just assume no one else talked? Um, I, I can't think that I, I knew about that. Because everybody had masks on, so it was just one of those things yeah like oh you're in charge so you're gonna do the talking right you know we're just gonna stand back here and do whatever you say right because this is the way exactly <laughs> we're wearing a mask no one's taking it off me i didn't take it off for anybody else totally different tv show you can't put it back on no nope. uh looks like ivory and jack made it just in time to see the ritual mm-hmm. um, i love their rituals yeah, it was kind of interesting. And taking out the heart before going into battle. This is kind of a cool thing. It's very it's like, helpful. Oh my god, she ripped out her heart, and she's and she was enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. Well, it does save you from being stabbed in the heart when you're fighting against people, unless somebody gets to it first, right? But Jack turns one of the sisters, and they send her back in undercover, which was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Since most turn people are totally confused when it happens, they're like, oh, my God, what happened to me? And she's like, Ivory, I will go back for you. But how no one heard her puking in the background just blew my mind. Uh, so I have a question. Uh-huh. All right. So I, I need, maybe need to go back and rewatch. So the sisterhood, they were a thing before, like, vampires even, like, took them over, it seems. I The sisterhood was part, I thought it was, like, one of the 
the I thought it was one of the clans. Yeah, right? I just thought it was one of the clans because. But the, I feel like something that Ivory said, um, like I feel like they got infiltrated at some point in time. I mean, it's a very possibility. The sisterhood does make sense. I mean, it could have been around before then too. You know, yeah. like the Knights Templar and stuff like that. Things that have been around for years and years and years and centuries and eons and are possibly still there now. Right, because we don't know how long Ivory was turned. No, we never really got that. We just know it's been a long time that she was in the darkness. Right. Of course, things don't always go as planned, and they are discovered, which leads to a nice little fight scene with Ivory going up against her elder. And, yeah, she's not really doing that great. You know, kind of gets a little choked up there. But I did love the fact during the fight, because they had been watching where the heart was going. Mm Mm-hmm. Jack stabs a heart in a box. Ooh, a heart-shaped box. It's a Nirvana. I know, right? <laughs> it's a total, all apologies. It's a total Nirvana moment. Exactly. I just caught that. I just... <laughs> uh, so, Jack goes and stabs a heart in a box. And that totally takes her out. That was really cool. It was. I'm still going off of the heart-shaped box moment and just, yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know why I didn't catch it until just now. It was kind of cool. Anyhow, she, so we're down to elders. Only one elder is left, and that's the Oracle. And she seems to know that there's now silence. Uh-huh. So, But it, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense. Like, she was able to connect with Sam and, like, kind of figure out where he was going to be in the whole placement of things. Right. Like she, she was able to sense things, you know? Oh, totally. So now that she's the only one left, she's kind of making the dark one come back. It's going to be her plan. Yeah. So she's the last of the wives. Right. So that also made me wonder, would they create any more elders or no? No, I feel like at some point in time, they're going to go on to the next part of the story. Okay. I mean, right now we're still dealing with the dark one. True. Well, I guess they don't really need any more. Well, no, because the whole point of the, not the whole point of the elders, but like what they're trying to do, like her goal is to get the dark one out. Well, the whole point of Sam being an elder was so he could be sacrificed to bring the dark one out. Exactly. So I guess there's going to be a plan B, maybe. We'll have to figure that one out. I mean, I'm sure at some point in time, the Dark One, if she gets out again, she's going to want to replenish her brides. Right. Well, I think you'd have to. Yeah, there's only one left. Yeah. And she she was kind of feeling Vanessa before she got pulled back into the Right, dark. right. Speaking of, which we haven't seen anything from her yet, so it'd be interesting to see when that comes up again. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's coming back really soon. Yeah. Like, Bathory set that up very well. Like, I wonder if she did, like, have some, has some kind of internal bug implanted in, in Willem now. Like, she's able to track him. Hmm. That's a good point. The, the way the episode ended, like, she was all excited because she had sensed the stillness in the air and she knew that Violet, or I guess maybe one of the daughters was there. Mm-hmm. And she knew that Willem was about to be rescued, and she knew that they would be taking her to Vanessa, could take her to the Dark One. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see. Yeah. Axel makes it into the base with uh, Julius mm-hmm. and Violet. 
And one of the gate guards there is like, have you seen these people? And he's like, nope, sure haven't. And then he's, he does this whole thing where, you know, asking, hey, did anybody here go to Afghanistan? Special forces? Um, That's where, he, you know, they found out when they told him to open the back of the truck because he was stalling. And ah, dead bodies in the back because that's how people roll. Now, I did like the way that they had to bring out Julius. Mm-hmm. Because they needed a diversion to get Violet inside. And during this whole entire thing, it was kind of interesting because, you know, they wanted them all alive. So here they are. Axel's trying to turn him over, which makes sense. If we, I'm not giving him over if you don't pay me my money. And next thing you know, Julius it charges one guy and gets shot, which leads to one of my favorite quotes of the entire season so far. But, you know, um, that's when we go in and we find out Axel's being detained and he meets with the chief and he's mm-hmm. mad that somebody shot his, so the guy he wanted to question or the colonel. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the colonel comes in to talk with Axel and knows exactly where he was on the day of the rising, which I found really cool because, you know, they knew who he was. They knew where he was assigned. And yeah, he had his file. Like, I like the idea uh, that civilization is still functioning on one level. And you saw how Axel got kind of excited. Like, oh, wow, you're able to pull that. Like, it, it's not completely all gone. Right. There is something somewhere that wasn't a big lie that Max was feeding me. You know, I, I like the talks that he was having with him during the whole thing. Is like, okay, I can totally let you know if you want to go down a rabbit hole. But those guys need to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, Axel basically tells him he got Julius in Lowtown, but you know, then the chief had the pictures of him and Violet and everybody else, and was like, they've had the cameras going around for a long time, which makes you think there's drones somewhere out there running around too. And in going down the rabbit hole, he kind of drops the whole ball. If you want to know more, I can tell you, but I need to undo my handcuffs while you're here. Um, actually, getting out of handcuffs really isn't that hard. There's like one little lever on there. Google it. It's uh-huh. not that bad. Good things to know in the apocalypse. You can do it too. It's not, you know, a little bit of time and effort. You can make it happen. Good to know. Yes. Now, as Axel is talking to the colonel, Violet's running around trying to find the pages, and she just happens to know where they are in the painting because those little visions pop up again. And she finds those. But also, Julius is doing some searching of his own because he woke up on the slab and, you know, decided to walk out. And he finds a document on the Sunshine Unit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Thoughts? I don't know what that means yet. But, okay, the fact that they knew about Vanessa already mm-hmm. and where, where Axel landed way back before this all started. Like, I feel like that's related to the whole vampire deal. So maybe that's where the show intends to go once we're finished with this storyline. I would like to say the Sunshine Unit is um, day-walking vampires. Ow, I could see that. I wonder if they have anything to do with Black Tech. That's what I'm thinking. That was like, you know, they created the day-walkers at Black Tech, and I think that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with it. It's tying into They're like, you know, military contract. Hey, we need some day-walking vampires to help fight these other vampires. Can you hook us up with that? That's kind of where <laughs> I'm going with that. Because it makes sense. I could see that. Um, 
Violet finds her dad in his original form, and she's like, uh, who are you? Because <laughs> it makes sense. And then she starts asking questions, you know, what do we do for her 15th birthday? And he tells her right down to getting a giraffe. And then he actually throws out the whole thing, and she's like, how can I trust you? And he said, by leaving me here and escaping with the pages. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I like that she tried to trick him and he didn't fall for it. Right. Yeah, he's like, no, no, you're my daughter. I love you. I'm good. Now, back in there with Axel and the colonel, he gets to drop on him because he undid his uh, handcuffs. And here's Julius, which, you know, this is <laughs> my my line there. Of the, I love the whole, Jesus Christ, you were dead. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I just, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm like you get used to it. Yeah, it's it. Occasionally, I die. It just is one of those things. It's, I come back though. It's all good. And they kind of went over the colonel that way, and they're busting out of the complex with them. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of interesting. So they all end up back at the their little hangout area. And everything's back together again, and Jack finds out that, you know, hey, this is your dad. By the way, they can shapeshift. Well, that's kind of cool. Now, oh, yeah, with the with the colonel, what do you mean Avery isn't Avery? <laughs> so <laughs> he's got a lot of rabbit holing to go down to. What were the sisters doing walking into the base? Um, They were sneaking Jack and, and Ivory in. Like, cause they didn't, they, they knew that they, some of them will be able to get by the military. And I guess one of them wanted to cause a distraction. Okay. She tried to be extra, um, conspicuous about the fact that she was trying to hide her face. Okay. All right. Initially, I wasn't sure. I was like, wait a minute. Was it Ivory? I thought I saw Ivory go by. Yeah. I was just making sure I didn't miss something there. Cause I was like, yeah, oh. no, like they were trying to do what they could to cause some kind of distraction so that Ivory and um, Jack could get in. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, then. Well, we got everybody back together again. Well, except for Vanessa and Scarlet. We didn't see a body. Just saying. Uh, ooh, Scarlet. <laughs> One day. Scarlet was was coming back as an elder. All right. Possibility. Never know. I and mean, Bathory seems to have a plan for everything. Is, yep. And now that all we know is the Oracle says it's just stillness and the pieces finding their path to the Dark One. It's going to happen. All right. I'm looking forward to next week. I want to know what's going on. Oh, same. What else you got for this one? Anything? I think we hit on everything. Um, initially, when um, when Axel showed up at the gates and they showed the pictures, I was like, wait a minute. They didn't catch Axel on camera? I was, I was surprised about that. But mm-hmm. then, of course, Chief showed up and was like, hey, nope, here you are. Yes. Nothing so gets that, by was, that was really smoothly done. Yeah, nothing gets by Chief Tyrell. <laughs> Seriously, I'm really hoping um, they let us see a scene with uh, the Dark One and and the Colonel. That would be cool. Yes, it would be awesome. All right, then. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians. Get caught up because it's coming up soon. Yay. Um, 12 Monkeys. You should really watch that series. Uh, Krypton, another great series that didn't got canceled. And some other shows. Uh, it could come back. It could, yeah. yeah. Um, there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. 
Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, make sure you drop a comment below or visit us on Facebook or go check out Brad on Ramblin' Brad on IG. Yep. Go do it. Absolutely. Until next time, go look up Ellen. Like there was this nine-year-old from England who just played the hell out of um, a Nirvana song. And I can't remember, but she was drumming the hell out of it. I'll send you the video. I'll post it on the Facebook page. All right. Go do that, people. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.